0: Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 600. I'm one of the hosts, Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneak. What's up? Corey Fineson.
1: Ahoy!
0: And Tony Korkanakis. Cowabunga! Welcome, guys. Wow. (laughs) Welcome, guys. I had to Uh, keep it, man. My normal ahoy. (laughs) Breathing deep. Um, Yes, welcome, listeners and viewers, to 600 of the Gamecast. Just a minute. Uh, what's that
1: just a minute
0: we all uh streamed on twitch on saturday guys mm-hmm. uh that recording is over on youtube by the time you hear this uh so check out the entire playthrough that we did through uh turtles the new turtles shredders revenge uh we played on the hardest mm-hmm. difficulty um i was leonardo mike was mike Mikey was Mikey, uh, Tony was April O'Neil, and Corey was Donatello. Uh, and we played all the way through the whole game, Oh my hardest difficulty It was a lot of fun. We did not have working microphones, we had a lot of technical difficulties, unfortunately, with USB resources on a computer, which was ridiculous in this day and age to have that problem, but we did. Um, and so we couldn't get the audio working just right, but we did stream it anyway, so go ahead and check it out. You can watch our playthrough. Uh, if you'd like to see a playthrough of the entire game. On the hardest difficulty, again. So, But this is 600 of the GameCast, a normal episode that we were going to go back the 100 episodes and discuss our thoughts of the last <coughs> two years of uh, podcasting. We've gone through some changes. Uh, we've gone through some weird times at gaming. Um, weird markets. Great markets. I mean, gaming boomed. Uh, it really did.
1: New uh, gen hardware. Yeah. I mean, we got
0: new yeah. hardware. Yeah, we're going to go overall. Yeah, really? We
1: did?
0: Yeah. Did so we get maybe, games?
1: we get games? I didn't say games. I just said hardware. We got
0: vapor hardware, right? Vapor hardware? Like, it's just not there. Um, but <coughs> I think the first thing, like, I'd like to discuss, guys, is that uh, that booming of the industry. And COVID was a weird time of transition for, like, the movies industry where we were moving to online. Gaming just exploded. Like profit-wise, I mean, they had an insane 2020 um, where, I mean, <laughs> you could not repeat that the next few years. And I think 2021 did very well still, if I remember right. I didn't get the, yeah. I don't the overall, yeah. uh, but it almost matched it. Uh, and only this year have we finally started to see a little bit of a decline based on the year, uh, month-to-month stuff. But that's expected because of the amount those two, those two years did. Uh, and also the fact that we just don't have any more games anymore
2: uh We were running out. Oh, we the, have more game. We have more games now, though, than we did then. Everyone's well, getting old we, stuff back then.
0: <laughs> I, I think everybody's getting old stuff right now. I mean, there's there's some new stuff now, but there's none. I mean, you're right. I guess you're right, first, right. None. The first half, half of this
2: year was pretty action packed. Yeah. I think gaming but, wise. Yeah, I think
0: that uh that in, the industry, like, I mean, obviously you're stuck at home. What are you? What are you going to do? You know, I mean, I think that was the big thing for 2020, right? Uh, and 2021, because a lot of people still stayed at home. Uh, you know, we, we were there's a lot of still homeschooling stuff going on. There was a lot of that. Um, no, a lot of times. I mean, times, well, I mean, I mean yeah. one of the
3: virtues of gaming is that uh, if you break it down on a per hour uh, cost ratio, uh, it's very, very lucrative. Uh, you can spend anywhere as low as five dollars or free to play. You know, to upwards to sixty, seventy dollars now, and mm-hmm. get. Dozens, if not hundreds of hours of content from a game. Uh, and that's, you're not going to get that from a movie. You're not going to get that from a TV series or anything like that. No. Um, so, you know, gaming is a very accessible, very easy way of getting, um, you know, a way to spend your time. And with gaming and specifically, yeah, obviously we see the new stuff taking off. Um, you know, it was to the point where even you couldn't get PS4s or Xbox ones because people were buying them up because they just needed something to do and something to play. Uh, yeah. You know, I traded both my systems because GameStop was giving me more than I paid for them. Uh, two year, you know, less than two years ago, like they they gave me more money than I gave them, and it's and I got to use them for two years. It's Like, you know, I going to pass the deal up, but they were just desperate to to have that stuff to sell to other customers and stuff like that. But even aside from that, even like the retro gaming market has exploded to levels that were unseen and unheard of, uh, and and they're, they've stayed there. I mean, you look at now, N sixty four and GameCube games are astronomical in price like if you want any copies of like any first party nintendo title i mean good luck you're looking thirty dollars a minimum. and that's if that was a popular title if it was a niche title like i think fire emblem on gamecube goes for like two hundred dollars 250 Oof. something like that mm-hmm. uh wow. you know it, it's absurd um and it just covid accelerated because all of a sudden mm-hmm. you had all these people that you know uh had money that they were either uh getting extra income or you know the government or uh you know they weren't didn't have anything else to spend their money on, so what are you going to do? Well, buy and collectibles. And we Talk about yeah, it. Like collectibles Exploded. Yeah, across the board, you know. So yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was it was a crazy time, and like, but the, the other thing you have to mention, the other part was uh, amazing was accessory sales took off because you're stuck at home with a lot of people, and you're you're buying controllers like crazy. Controllers and like, headsets yeah. were the number one things
1: yeah. you know, for the past yeah. two years. So. Yeah, I mean, it makes and I mean sense. that's the thing about gaming too. Like online gaming, <laughs> you can do with your friends. You can like have parties online and and like voice chats and stuff online with your friends and can and do this a similar thing together where you know you can go out together. So you, you can spend time with your friends on a computer or in front of a console or something and have a lot of fun that way. So
3: yeah, and especially yeah. the first, you know.
1: Um
3: I, I said it back then, and I'll, I'll say it to the, uh, Animal Crossing was like lightning in a bottle. Like, that could not have been timed better if Nintendo had tried, or anybody yeah. had, had tried to be like, hmm, once you release this Animal Crossing game, yeah, March 2020, or whatever, you know, it nobody was, could yeah. have Hit done the Beginning of the pandemic, what are you going to do? And everybody's playing, <laughs> like literally everybody, even fucking celebrities. Like, well, um, what's his name? Uh, Frodo, uh, Eli Wood he, yeah, he but- like commented because somebody's turtle prices were so high he's like, "Hey, can I come sell my turnips on your island?" It's like this is like, would like what the fuck like a twitter dm guy sort of It's just insane you know it, it's absolutely insane and yeah, um, that game would not have reached the heights that it did if it were not for you know the pandemic boost
0: absolutely, absolutely and there's a lot of games that were like that um and and I, like you said, a lot of nostalgia came back into play where you were playing a lot of the older games too that we used to play um you know there was uh I mean, Mike, you ended up booting up your Genesis, if I remember right. You got the Genesis Classic, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I got some of this stuff right here, actually. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, but, no, I, I I do that occasionally every now and then, but definitely when there were some gaps in some new games, I, I would go back and, yeah, I, I went through um, quite a few of my old Genesis games with varying degrees of success, depending on which retro emulator I was using. But, um, no, yeah, it, it's always there. And, uh, as I'm sort of building my corner here right now, I'm getting more and more retro stuff. I got a Dreamcast in here now. Uh, and so. retro TV there. Yep. You know, for it. Yeah. yeah. TV. Yeah, this so. Stuff there. yeah. So, uh, and uh, I might, uh, I might need it for the rest of the summer. Uh, because uh there's now we hit the gap in this year but we're not talking about this year right now
0: <clears throat> no i mean um the the industry we can talk about the games side of things i guess um it's been a weird up and down i guess two years right i mean it's been I, you get an explosion of releases of games whether they be finished or not which we'll get to in a second uh, and then, and then you get utter silence of games. And like this year, um, you know, we've talked about Elden Ring so many times in the podcast. Just flipping back through the episodes that just recently, to try to figure out what we, what we used to discuss. And I saw so many Elden Ring conversations, but it, it's because the year hasn't really had uh, a ton of stuff. I mean, it hasn't had Horizon. Don't get me wrong; it's had uh, Tony, Tony, Tina. Um, you know, but it it really had one big standout game for a lot of people and that would be that and um you know Elden Ring which is why we talked about it so much and then later in this year though you know what what's what's coming this year you know it's it this is where i think we're starting to feel yeah. the the 2020 2021 uh delay issue where we're starting to get no work the no work for 6 months without a doubt started causing that um that lag of delays you know and i think we're getting we're getting some of that now if we we should have gotten more from games that weren't finished uh, but uh, I think we're getting at more now. I think like I feel well, I, mean, I feel Microsoft's like that,
2: So yeah, I, I kind of disagree. I feel like we felt it more last year. Well, maybe last the, year.
0: You're
3: right.
2: Maybe I think because uh, last year we had what? Like my game of the year was Halo. Um, yeah. And uh, what was what, what was the game that everyone else chose? There was something my game else, was
1: so. Outriders last year. I mean, that's where we're at. Out.
2: <laughs> last year was not Pro-fighter. as veteran. So well, I took yeah.
0: Metroid. I
2: took Metroid. Yeah. So I mean, this year, this, the first half of this year was front-loaded. I think you know, you had that Dying Light game, you had Horizon, you had Elden Ring. We have like Strikers now. You had um, Grand there's Turismo. Another, there's another I Nintendo teams. release, right? There's been a lot of Nintendo releases. Just oh yeah, Kirby. Uh, there's there's been a lot for the first six months of the year. You normally don't have stuff, but I think all this was almost all this was meant to come out last fall. Yeah, <laughs>
3: and, um, yeah
2: that's right. So there was a lot. Uh, now the, the rest of this year, uh, not so much. We have a couple games that we expect bad things from like Sonic Frontiers and Gotham Knights mm-hmm. <laughs> coming in, in fall. But yeah, I, I think we had a, we have a pretty healthy first half of this year, but I think last year was a bit of a... A rough patch. I think. Yeah. personally, I, I didn't think <laughs> I mean, much to get last we, year. We had Metroid,
0: which was a great game, don't get me wrong. But, like, I remember coming up with my game of the year last year list, and it was really... I didn't play much. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a lot. So, I, I get mm-hmm. that. And then this year it's going mean, to be the same way, though. I mean, it's Elden Ring, a lot of it for me. Just, you know, I might play some other couple things uh, to make the list, but you know, like, the yeah. Turbo game was yeah. great. Don't get me wrong. But... Um, yeah you know it's it's definitely a quiet fall coming i think with the big you know at least microsoft and sony not not having anything uh really big for themselves i think i mean god of war still is a shot right is that what we're hearing but yeah, supposedly yeah yeah that rumor has
1: it it's play last of us on ps5 built from the ground up
2: yeah again.
0: right i don't want to play that again <laughs> I'm, I'm, i've already played it twice I, I played it multiple times. Don't get me wrong. I played it on all the difficulties on PS3. Uh, no, I played it on PS4 like that. So, um, But uh, yeah, I don't, don't want to play that. So, um, But yeah, I mean 2020 was a year where we played uh, There were still some good games that year because we had the, the, the actual, yeah, was great. yeah, there were some very good games. Amazing. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, there's a lot What of was good our
2: games. What was our stuff for 2020 of the year? I didn't catch that one. Um, I
0: uh,
3: oh, but so 2020, I don't know what we all picked, but I'm just looking at a list. Uh, so 2020, we had Last of Us Part Two, we had Animal Crossing New Horizons, we had FF7 Remake, we had uh Ghost of Tsushima, Doom Eternal, yeah. Yeah. Tony Hawk One Final and Two, Fantasy, Marvel Morales,
1: yeah, yeah, um, Star Wars Squad. It was like that's because like this was right before the pandemic, so everything was coming out, and then had,
3: yeah, mm-hmm. Suture H4, Yakuza, like a dragon. Um, 2020, yeah, 2020 was great, Cyberpunk 2020. You just barely, oh yeah, that was a, an amazing year. That was, that was and great. we
1: got the new hardware 20 in the 2020 that had yeah. no games, Man, no games, it still has no games,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's funny it's
3: funniest,
1: and no consoles too. Like, you can't, you still have pro- trouble getting
0: them, but I mean,
3: it's definitely if you look, you can. And just a little lucky you can get it. And even if you have to pay, like, you know, scalper prices, you're not paying the nope. two two to two and a half times you were, you know, the past two years. So.
2: And I, think, I think it's like six or $700 now for like a PlayStation 5. Yeah,
3: yeah, and then that's barely above, you know, that's, whatever.
0: That's what I wanted to move into mm-hmm. as well is during the pandemic, we had a launch of both systems, the Xbox series and the uh, PS5. Um and, and to this day, you can still, a lot of people can still ask, have, have they launched? Because it's like, yeah. you can't find them. Uh, huh. They're overpriced if you can. and um,
2: Hardly like, anything is exclusive. Her, Actually, Yes, almost.
0: and, and hardly anything is like the premier game. There's really like just a couple. Um, sure. And that's what so, it Was it a good you launch? Looked, no, I would say it was the terrible, it was
3: one of the worst launch. Long- I don't I don't mean this to be offensive to anybody, but those are two of the worst launching systems I've ever seen in my life in terms of just, why should you get this day one? Like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I'm not saying the hardware. I'm not speaking to the hardware at all, because uh, yeah. first of all, I don't own it, but second of all, the hardware seems to be pretty damn good this time around. Uh, but it's just, if you have a PS4 or an Xbox One, or the Pro versions of either of those systems, like, what is the reason to upgrade? Like what what game is pushing those limits? It is are you really gonna get your money's worth for that? I would argue there's no game right now on either system that really pushes those those games where it's like, wow, I'm so glad I got this on PS five because this would fucking absolutely suck on PS4 Pro.
0: Um the game I was gonna talk about was the game that was gonna finish. Cyberpunk apparently runs just fine on the on the the, the current gem.
2: Oh, it yeah. does. I I played a little bit but <clears throat> By the end of all the patches, I, I was probably okay on the PS Pro, PS4 Pro. I don't remember, but uh, Horizon, I'm not sure because I did get the new system for that. I hear it's pretty good on uh PS4 Pro as well, though. So, I mean, it's built for both.
1: I mean, really? now getting... It's more just visual quality and. Um, low times. Low times, yeah. Other yeah. than that, yeah. yeah. But like, is it worth the extra money? Probably not.
0: Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, th- the launches were just not great. There's not a, not enough supply for the chips. Right. Um, we, we are. We, we are. Never had have
2: this this huh, what's that? We've never had something like this happen where you know, these systems come out and they're just so unavailable for so long. Like the yeah. chip shortage. It's never really happened to this injury that that I remember. <laughs> like this before. I
3: mean, yeah, it was like a an imperfect storm. I mean, you had uh, the pandemic, which made everybody want to have systems and stuff like that. And and again, you, you go back two years, I mean, the PS4 and the Xbox One dried up very quickly. And I said that, like, they want a quick turnaround. They don't want people buying the PS4s in year 8 of its life cycle because they hardly make any money off those people because they're just going to go and buy $10 to $20 versions of the greatest hit titles, mm-hmm. Last of Us, Spider-Man, whatever, and they're just going to be good. Like, Why are they going to drop six dollars to $700 on new hardware and maybe buy one game? Like, For them yeah. as a consumer, it doesn't make any sense. So they didn't have in production those PS4s and those Xbox Ones to help tide people over until the new systems could come in. It was just this like gone in a flash. Like, hey, Everybody. Everything gone. Yeah. We have nothing to sell you. Sorry, like go home, like stay home, <laughs> whatever. <you know. laughs> go get a switch, and that's honestly the best marketing they did for Nintendo. Is just go buy a switch. Those are the only things available. So, um, it, it is what it is. But and then you also had like the uh, the scalpers, which didn't help at all either. They just made it worse because they were uh, you know hiring bot services that would you know circumvent these websites that announced the the day and times of releases, uh, and just.
0: You, you couldn't buy
3: them, you just couldn't buy them by the time the page loaded, they were sold out. So it's just like I said, in a perfect storm. Um, and it's yeah. unfortunate, so
2: yeah. Um, and, and, num- and have- I mean, numbers, numbers wise, they'll both look like they did really well. And I mean, they did, I guess, well, they, but they sell what they can make for launches, they sell
3: they're selling what, they what, they what they're making, yeah. right? They're selling what they, they can make, but right now they're both lagging behind the previous gen system, so you know, yeah,
0: well, I mean, they can't make enough. Uh, I know, then- I know,
3: it's. In- I
0: guess I haven't, I don't blame them. we talk about the Switch Pro every year and I don't blame them for not launching the Switch Pro cuz there's there's no chips. Like why would you do that? Why would you do that? So, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, And uh, you know, you have the $70 games now. Is that a a big adjustment for everybody now? Have we even noticed that?
2: Uh, I mean, I
1: think you get sales. You get so many sales that I haven't noticed.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty okay. small window where they're actually that expensive number I one. Yeah. Number two, yeah. I, I, I accidentally bought one game that way once mm-hmm. so far.
3: Yeah. Uh, for me, you know, I think it was only Elden Ring, and that wasn't even 70. It was, uh, I mean, I bought it on PC anyway. So I yeah. got it for yeah. 50, I think, for launch discounts. discounts yeah. mm-hmm. okay. uh, and and I know mean,
1: Target had it for 50, like a bunch of times. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, you're seeing sales a lot. So, yeah.
3: I mean, you know, and, uh, and honestly, like, I I know we had a podcast about the $70 price tag. Probably
1: mm-hmm.
3: a year ago, right?
1: Or yeah, so I'm, I'm or just it? following no, up. No, before it was before the stuff just, was coming. Because I know we talked about it. We were talking um, about it too before before much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah like sports
3: saying, sports I, "I guarantee about, you, yeah. they're going to do this. They're going to." Yeah. Yeah. And like the thing is, the the crazy thing is, people bitched so much about that online. Of course, you <laughs> know, talk about Twitter and the and the redditors and all that stuff. They bitched, but you look at the price of everything else that has gone up in the past six to eight months, and all that stuff is grossly outpacing what the $60 to $70 video game jump did. So, no. uh, you know. But
1: yeah, no, we talked about, I'm looking at our podcast here, $70 for next-gen games, question mark. Yes, that was point, September, point. wasn't it? That, yeah. that was July 8th, 2020. Oh, July 8th. okay. And oh, we um, used the, uh, the meme of perfect. the guy looking at a different girl with his girlfriend.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there was definitely the controversy with the sort of shitty way they did it with Horizon, but they're sort mm-hmm. of... They said that it would be a free upgrade, and then they're like, not really. And then in the end, they're like, all right, we'll do that, but we'll make it confusing and hard to choose, which is what happened.
3: <laughs> well, that's what Sony does. They see if they can get away with the backlash, and they walk it back. You know, I mean, Sony, but, they're, they're a fucking bunch of liars. Just like with Miles Morales, we're like, oh, this is a PS5. Ex-, and that's an episode I remember listening to. We we're all debating it. It's like, oh, I don't know if Miles Morales is going to be able to run the PS4 or something like that.
1: And, yeah, right. yeah. No, I mean I, I was mean, there's no way there's no way like I remember specifically I was like there's no way that's gonna be PS5 exclusive. You, you, you absolutely <laughs> said that I
2: heard it. Yeah, I think yeah. I was I because I feel like it was obviously built on the PS4. Um, yeah I mean it's just a DLC that got bigger, really. Um, yeah. but
0: sure.
2: I don't know. I mean no, this, this, there's nothing this inherently was the
1: market at the time. There's no way There's nothing but that go. But that's what they needed, nothing. like that's what you need to do. Yeah. system you need that exclusive
2: but there's nothing inherently offensive about the 70 dollars price tag obviously like video games have been inflation proof for so long it makes no sense almost so yeah. i was
3: just talking about that i think while well, you had a blip like but compared yeah. to like you know two years ago when we talked about this and then now in the past eight months everything that has gone up due to inflation has spiked way more than uh 60 70 yeah, yeah. so yeah. you know
1: yeah, um, um,
0: over doubled. So you know,
1: one hundred percent increase. <laughs> yeah. To... Mo-
0: moving to another topic. Did COVID? Yes. Accelerate the kill of E three, or was it just about to explode anyways? Because E three is now dead, pretty much. So we've gone digital in terms of showcases. Did th- did this? Did COVID? I'll
2: let you guys talk
0: at- about this because I'm
3: biased. I'm biased on this topic.
2: Of course, it did. There yeah, would I have been in the E3s the last two years, including this year. There yeah. might have not have been as, you know, full-fledged as we remember in the past. But, you know, th- now that there's a risk and a reason, everyone's like, all right, fuck it. We'll do our own thing or no, just do Jeff teely's thing.
0: But, but Mike, to, to Tony's point, that's that's the point. There was never a reason. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, you could be
2: – that's what we talked about even last episode before 600. We talked about, like, e 3 doesn't we, have to we exist. We just talked about this. Well, yeah. nothing has to exist. What does that mean, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, they did it because they wanted to do it.
1: <laughs> I mean, what it mean, was for before, like we talked like it. it wasn't for the consumer. It was for the industry people.
0: Have, but they used to have, like, digital showcases for everybody to see then. Like, you can watch the live feed of their presentation at E3. Sure. Um, now it's just they can do it online and, and show you. They can pre-record it. They can just do whatever mm-hmm. they want with the show. and You don't yeah. have to worry about crashing items.
1: Uh, and, uh, no, you can curate the content because uh, it's not live,
2: sure. Yeah. And, and the other, another factor in this is, um, on both sides, uh, both consumer and, you know, producer or developer, they both have less respect for the journalists than ever before. Yeah. <laughs> As now, you know, more third, more just independent streamers get more, uh, cachet in the industry. And, uh, you you know, mentioned- and and events like E3 are pretty much catered towards you know the professional journalists and now that you know the companies are like I don't need to deal with these people anymore and there's you know the, there's you know the average customer doesn't you know game journalist has become a dirty word in the last few years uh for whatever reason so then so now they just sort of skip them completely cause you don't need a credential anymore. It's it
3: funny you mentioned that, Mike, because yeah. I remember not, not in the past two years, but before that,
2: I made. The I'm claim, not saying it's a good thing. I don't. <laughs> i it's not believe good it either. Either. I'm just saying
3: I was saying that 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 all these game companies are going to circumvent the the traditional gaming press, and they're just going to go straight to streamers, and that's the way games are going to be designed too. And you're like, I don't know about that. And I'm like, just wait and see. And now it is for better or for worse. You 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 know you have all these streamers. You have like the fucking ninjas you got the PewDiePie's, pies you got the pokey stuff like that like i think those are, yeah,
2: awesome. no, I mean, are all totally are, like hard past their prime but yes
1: yeah, <laughs> i mean that's the thing is that, like we, you can get a fanboy of your content and just have them, talk yeah, you, about you stuff and give, them give them money for it too it's like yeah,
2: yeah they'll, you don't need any you know critical thinking to worry about or actual you know peer-reviewed stuff but
1: i mean like influencers like that's huge now that's again, we talked about in the movie cast streaming and what are you watching? What are you doing? Like, you're watching yeah. Twitch streamers now, you're living vicariously through other people. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: no, I mean, I think that it's, it's a good thing that we've gone to individual showcases for these events, which I liked anyways. Um, I still do <laughs> like them happening in June, I still like that time of year for gaming. I've said this many times, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I think having these digital showcases gives them also throughout the entire year show us show us more things and not have to show us not right. have to show us a game that's not even mm-hmm. ready. Uh, and I think that's another big transition we're starting to see finally uh, yes. as Microsoft made a huge announcement at their presentation that nothing will be shown within the 12 month window. Um, I said
3: that,
0: that in quotes if those who are not watching, because I, I expect most of those some of those games to get delayed out of the 12 month window, but yeah, uh, and that's fine if, it, if if a target date slips. But sure. that's that's the absolute thing.
3: I mean, back in the day before uh you know the, the digital uh content delivery for these platforms and, and shows imagine having a bad e3 and like that yeah. was it that was the whole year for for you for as a Sony fanboy or a Microsoft or a Nintendo fanboy or Capcom or whoever it was like they didn't they didn't have anything interesting to show. That, Good that's luck. what I mean. We yeah. a whole fucking year now. And it's like, cool, like, awesome, stuff like that. And now you have these events spread throughout the year where it's like, hey, you know what? One, you know, underwhelming show, it's not the end of the world. You know, just a couple yeah. more months it's Gamescom. It's- a couple more months after that, it's the uh, Game Awards show. yeah and time moves on, man. Time moves yeah. on. Yeah.
0: And then, like I said, let's them showcase games that are closer to being finished so you can actually get excited for those games rather than think about something for, you know, like right. Metro right. 4 or Beyond Good and Evil 2. No, that that's pretty much uh what you don't have to worry about um you get these lower windows and I think that's <clears> the, <throat> the way the industry has now been trending right. I, I like that that's been that's much better for yourself absolutely
3: okay. and, and squaresoft just had their uh, square Enix rather just had their uh Final Fantasy 7 25th anniversary stream last week yeah. where they just outlined over the next 18 months like hey these are all the ff7 related things that are coming out and it was everybody was happy. everybody was happy like I didn't see any negative comments on uh, social media at all which is so rare and it's like you know they 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 timed it and they could have they could have blown their load at E3 you know at summer games stuff or something like that but they're like ah, no, you know what we'll do a, our own little thing cuz we can dedicate that and they showed off the other games at you know the sony thing and and whatnot so uh it's just yeah you get more content throughout the year rather than saving it for one show where it's like oh uh it's all or nothing and good luck
0: yeah yeah so I, I like that. That's I like that part of that transition the last one hundred episodes. It's amazing we finally moved into that. <clears throat> the last thing I have on my list was uh company sales. Uh, we've oh, we've seen an increase of that over the last one hundred episodes. That's so the worst <laughs> part of the two the last two years.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. So <coughs> I mean we had Bethesda. You know, got Consolidation.
1: Yep. Consolidation um, is the industry.
0: worst. Mm-hmm. What are some of the biggest ones we've had? With Bethesda Blizzard, obviously recently. Um Sony bought uh, well, they invested in Bungie. Bungie. Did they buy Bungie? They bought Bungie.
1: Mm-hmm. They, they bought Bungie. Bungie. Uh, bought that them. Came like right after Activision's announcement. So. Yeah. 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 Who,
2: did, who did
0: they invest in, though? They invested. In, they bought sh- more shares in. What was
1: the company?
2: There's somebody Sony also invested people. Was there, I mean, there, ha- ha- there House Mark? That was someone.
1: Well, they bought House Mark. They bought bad. Insomniac, I think. They bought Insomniac, yep. Maybe a lot of companies. Epic,
3: probably. Absolutely, it's epic.
0: Yeah, Um, I couldn't remember the name of the company. I was like, "Who?" It's a big company. I'm like, they didn't buy them, but they have. They They couldn't buy it. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been seeing this contraction of companies. In fact, we've heard recently as much as a lot of
1: Chinese companies, like NetEase, like they're just investing so much, big, yeah, big, big. uh, EA might be on the percentages on the
0: block. EA. Might be on the yeah, I mean,
3: Ubisoft almost had a hostile takeover. I mean, it's just not a good
0: time, mm-hmm. especially now with the, the stock market's crashing and something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm shocked I know, though. Yeah. We we discussed at the beginning of the podcast the boom of the industry in terms of sales, Uh but that doesn't necessarily translate into a profitable company. I guess in terms of the cost of games, right? Is that what it really is the problem?
1: Well, like we talked about <laughs> how like what COVID is affecting like game development, right? But you have to like remember like the way that these companies have to operate completely flipped on its head because now you couldn't have people in a in a studio together so they ought to get sent home and working from home and so then you need to provide the equipment to these people to be able to do that and so every like if you if you didn't have like the cash flow to be able to do that uh you're just basically dead in the water you just shut down at that point so you did have a lot of smaller companies like closing it or getting bought out or merging with other larger companies because they couldn't afford to to operate in the you know the the pandemic because of how you, you couldn't yeah. be together and yeah. so yeah it's it's it was tough for a lot of smaller companies or developers that didn't have an excess of funds to be able to withstand you know the changes that they had to make in order to to keep going
0: yeah i mean we've had you know, a lot of <laughs> overhead, though, likewise, I mean, virtual staff pretty much, you don't really even need to keep a location anymore. You almost can just do an entire company virtually uh, with everything working uh, online. Um,
1: I feel like that should Some help. Companies you. can work that way. Yeah. I don't think all companies can work that way.
0: No, not all of them, but you can have that. Um, yeah. A lot, of the, a lot of employees now work virtually, especially in the gaming industry. They work online, um, they don't actually go into the office. So, um, we, well, so that, we are that, seeing a shift towards that. We are
3: seeing a shift towards that because, as we would see, and not even just studio closures, but like, um, you know, you see, I mean, including studio closures, but the prices of the just to run and operate in the most popular cities where game developments traditionally end, yeah, you know, Los Angeles, San Francisco, uh, stuff so like like added, uh in even like Austin, like um Redmond, all, all these places are super expensive, super expensive. Yeah. So you have to pay, and to get people out there traditionally, it's like, okay, we want you to come work for us because you're, uh, you know, a, a lead. You've been a lead programmer on, you know, six AAA A titles over the past twenty years. We want your experience to help launch this new IP and stuff like that. It's like, all right, well, I have to move out there, and it costs a fucking shit ton of money, uh, you know, to start with and stuff like that. It's like, okay, well, now you need to pay that person an absurd amount of money for them to move out and relocate and pay them what they're worth, like that. Yeah. And now with, with with game game studios needing hundreds of employees to get these games out the door, the budgets get out of proportion very quickly. So now, you know, you can fight virtually over over talent with just dollars. They don't have to relocate. they don't have to do any of that. And I'm not saying it's it's one hundred percent efficient because obviously, depending on the studio and the the design culture, the lead culture, uh, you know all that's you know unique to every company and stuff like that. But we are seeing that, like CD Project Red. Uh, which we could talk about separately, but you know they're they're trying to do that remote stuff because they want to attract
0: that's the it. best yeah.
3: talent for the best price and not necessarily hey who's in the country right now like who yeah. can we get mm-hmm.
0: to this country and stuff like that yeah no that's absolutely and that's where I think that would help the industry in terms of just overall <coughs> cost yeah um, so we'll see how that works out but I do think that like we've mentioned before multiple podcasts we're still going to see some more contraction before we see that other end of the, well, cause just, it, the... costs have gotten too astronomically expensive. It really has. And, and the prices of games have not followed it enough to, to counter out the costs of what a game costs develop. So Right. And, you know, you know, the thing is I don't think I've emphasized it enough
3: over the past two years, but um, we have so many games these days. And I know we just talked about <laughs> how, you know, this seems like a quiet year and last year was a quiet year and stuff like that. But that's because there are so many games that are coming out these days on all the platforms and it'd be remiss to just completely ignore mobile market, even though none of us are really heavy mobile gamers and stuff like that. But there are just so many things vying for your dollars and or attention that it's just not the same. Like it used to be like, uh, you know, you have a couple tentpole releases and those would go on to sell, you know, millions and millions and millions Mm -hmm. of units, stuff like that. But now people's attention, it's very shortened and stuff like that. And that's why we're seeing that push for games-as-a-service, live-service games. Everybody wants that Destiny game, that Destiny-type mm-hmm. game where it's like, yeah. hey, you invest the base, uh, and then you just support it over the next, you know, three, five, seven, eight years, whatever it is. Um, I mean, look
1: at how Fortnite's blown up, Apex right, Legends. Fortnite,
3: right, exactly, and stuff like that. And that's what everybody wants because, and again, I, I mentioned so you to you about a minute ago, they are in such a bad position right now because previously it was we develop a game, we release a game, In sales, like, that game is going to be so good that it's going to sell for a long time until we get our next game out. You look at Witcher 1, you look at Witcher 2, you look at Witcher 3, no problem. Cyberpunk twenty seven, they absolutely had to sell that game because they're like, we promised investors, you know, blah, 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 this, and the other thing. And Mm -hmm. they pushed that game out when they shouldn't have. They absolutely should not have. And they suffered for it. And their their brand name is tarnished. And now, Cyberpunk sales, they're not even worth talking about. You don't see it in, in the top lists anywhere, not even on Steam or anything like that bargain bin prices i mean how many times have we seen it for five to ten dollars on best buy deal the yeah. day or something
0: mm-hmm. a yeah, certain amount of
3: so yeah. they're not making any money off of that and but they're they have to be committed to continue to support that game with like the dlc and you know whatnot but they're like guys here's the roadmap and it's like nobody fucking cares about cyberpunk anymore Like, you, <laughs> you get one shot man you got one shot pretty much and you're done and now like they're in a bad position because it's a long time until the next witcher
2: a long yeah, time Yeah, absolutely Whereas
3: if oh, they, they had
2: it. a live service game, they could get away with it. Yep. We still yeah, you want are that. planning expansions. It. Yes. Um, it's funny, that you think about these two years, it's all been like cyberpunk and waiting for it to be done. Still waiting for yeah. it to be done.
1: Yeah. Um, it's true.
2: It is it's funny, though. I can't. You can't think <laughs> about these last two years for me without thinking a bit about Game Pass um, and how early on in the pandemic, for me at least, there was nothing coming out and that's where i found myself playing games i wouldn't normally play like yeah definitely like yakuza i think is started my whole obsession with that franchise i think started early pandemic like 2020 yeah. i think i played yeah, yakuza 0 because yeah, i was looking one or yeah yep. and i went through all of them since then well all the ones on game pass pretty much and the judgment series as well. And it's it's just been an interesting time to discover new stuff on Game Pass as well. I think I also saw I played Thronebreaker, which I would, would have never played. I don't think I finished that. That's the uh, the Witcher sort of Gwent spinoff. Um, so definitely mm-hmm. um and we, we we talked a bit about Game Pass these last two years and how sustainable <coughs> it is, how it's been, but it's been a godsend. And like we said, even this Turtles game that just came out is on Game Pass. Um, it's pretty great. I actually yeah. uh, p- played a little more on it. I have, obviously, we played on the PlayStation 5 when we played, but um, I switched to Game Pass because I tried to get online with a six player party because there's just more people on there because it's on Game Pass. And it, it worked. Although the game itself does not work too well with six players. There was some crashes and stuff that happened but either way game pass has been a major part of these last two years for me i don't know about absolutely. you guys
0: yeah absolutely um that, that was like I, when you talk about price of gaming i'm like i haven't really bought
3: mm-hmm.
0: a game elden ring was the one of the only games i've bought in a long time because a lot of it i've been playing on game pass um yeah i was trying to think back to i mean i switch games i bought a lot of switch games I, had, I got rid of my PS4, obviously, so that's, that's but you know, I don't buy anything Xbox really. Um, <sighs> so I didn't even recognize the $70 price tag thing because it doesn't affect me as much with, with the Game Pass thing going on. So, mm-hmm. um, um,
3: for Game Pass, for me, it wasn't really that big of a deal. I actually don't think I played enough games to warrant what I spent on the years of subscribing to it. Uh, and I think one of the last uh, Game Pass games I actually did play was, unfortunately, uh, 12 minutes. Which is one of the worst. Oh, I've ever oh my so, god, I forgot about that. that,
0: that yeah, was exactly. that, that was the last so, two. Years. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I mean,
3: that's for me personally. I mean, I think it's a great thing for majority of people, but like for me, I I mostly know what games I want or want to play and stuff like that. So, um, games that come on on Game Pass is like, okay, I guess I save twenty bucks, like Turtles. You know, absolutely. Like, I mean, I already have the the Switch uh, physical version pre ordered, so it's like. I guess I could have say 20 bucks or whatever it is, 25 bucks, but it's like, you know, I, I like having a physical copy of it and stuff like that, but to try new games. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Like I think the persona games coming out on it is pretty awesome. And it's going to help expand yeah. out. Um, yeah. And base hopefully and stuff like that. But, um, you know, for, for me, somebody that, has like specific titles in mind. It's like, it, I, I never got the value out of it, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. I don't think I got the value out of it either, but I thought it was cool that like every Xbox or Microsoft first yeah. party game yeah. was on their day one, yeah. which is, you could definitely count on that, which is really cool. Definitely. I would say that it was a very exciting thing. And I think that it's got, you know, potential to be even better in the future. And Sony's you know following suit now with their thing coming up soon. Like they're, they're redoing PlayStation plus, <laughs> yeah. uh, and so, yeah, it's a, it it's going to change the way people play games and access games, and you know we talk about streaming in the movie cast, and yeah, we're getting more of that here because we're finally getting to the point where yeah. you could potentially do something to that effect. Because yeah, it's it's happening. It's gonna yeah. be a rude awakening when
3: well, that price gets hiked, though. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, there's no way this, is, this price is going to stay forever.
1: Mm.
3: No way.
0: No, no, no chance. So. Uh yeah. I mean it's been it's been an interesting one hundred episodes for sure in terms of the gaming industry. From a booms to, to company dooms, essentially. I mean like, the thing I'm,
3: so the thing I wanted to talk about for me personally was the rise of like social games. Uh so you know, beginning of the pandemic it was Animal Crossing the Horizon. I played out so many people, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I see people on there and I'm like, who are you again? Like I don't even remember where I met <laughs> you or how I got you. But yeah. You're my neighbor, you know, and I have letters from you and stuff like that. Uh, but then, you know, we got into Among Us, uh, which was a huge yeah. phenomenon. And that game was old. That game right. was old. It just, yeah. Twitch streamers just were like, yeah. hey, let's play this fucking silly ass, you know, werewolf type game, mafia type game. And it just blew up. And I met, you know, a lot of people through that game and stuff like that. And the pandemics would uh, push me to try uh, MMO gaming because I swore it off after a while. Mm-hmm. And i was like, nobody's got the time. And it's like, all of a sudden it's like, oh, well. Trapped in my house for an indefinite amount of uh, months, if not years. Uh, yeah, I guess I have time to start an MMO and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's what help has, for me personally, has helped balance that the slow periods where we're not having those like single player, you know, AAA uh, experiences and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, and
1: also, I'm sure it helps with that, you know, social contact that you're not getting in the real world. Now you're getting yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that social aspect online with people where you can feel like you're getting out and feel like you're doing things you know, with other people that are you know, out there in the world, but you know, doing it virtually, which is, you know, again, it, the thing is like, a lot of people talk about the actual virus, but like mental health was a huge thing oh, for people. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Like, the cabin you know. fever, the, the fact that you're, you know, you're disconnected from the people that you care about or, you know, just people in general, physical contact with people. Like we as humans, you know, we Neither, try to gather. Yeah. We, we gather into tribes, uh, you know, and we we try to become you know more connected with people because we you know this is human nature is to try to connect with others and and yeah. so yeah you lose that when you're you're forced to stay inside your your home and not be out there in the world and so social gaming I think just like really skyrocketed because yeah you needed to have that <clears throat> social aspect of your life that was missing somewhere and you know, you know as we talk on the movie cast watching movies together on streaming mm-hmm. services playing games together. You know, Fall Guys was one that kind of came out too. It's good timing That's for fun. them. And... Yeah, Fall
3: well, Guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of which, that just went uh, all the systems and uh, free to play now. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely something maybe we got to consider uh, hopping on that. So... Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's funny you mentioned it because uh, my guild in uh, Final Fantasy, we actually just booked tickets to see uh, the Final Fantasy concert uh, later this year in uh, Pittsburgh and stuff like that. So it's like. Nice. One of the things was like, ah, oh, you know what? Like domino effect, where it's like, oh, let me start playing this and make friends, and oh, all of a sudden we're going to see a Final Fantasy concert together. It's like, all right. Yeah, cool, life is weird. Gaming is cool, though. Gaming yeah. is cool, I mean, no matter what gaming, happens in life, gaming is cool. Again, gaming brings you together, right? And yeah. most people don't think that, but that's the way it works.
0: Mm-hmm. So. It does,
3: whether it's in-person or online.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, anything else to add, Corey? I just want to say, like, that GameStop uh, stock crazy, craziness, that, that, <laughs> that was fun. That was fun times. Well, <laughs>
0: dude, was,
1: uh, I'm still so mad. Crypto. I think, yeah, I'm
3: still so mad. I, I have that screenshot where I literally yep. said to the Discord, GameStop's down to $5. It's got to go up, guys, right? Mm. Got to go up. And
1: if I just invest For $100. What, bucks, 500 yeah. bucks at one point almost? Yeah. So Yeah. Like... 500. percent Geez. I mean, that was just fun times. You know, those were good times. And like again, all that it was definitely because people had money. They weren't yeah. going out. They wanted to do something with it. Throw it at crypto. Throw it at GameStop. Throw it at all these memes. What does the Street internet say I should
0: spend my money on this? GameStop? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh yep. Yep. So yeah. uh yeah. Yeah, it was an- interesting for sure. Stadia Death too. Don't forget Stadia died. During streaming time, was it ever alive? alive? No, was it truly was ever alive, alive? It should have been thriving during a lockdown
2: pandemic. Mm. But uh, Mike, Mike, anything you want to add? Not anymore. <laughs> we, <got that. laughs> we
0: covered it all, right? We did it
1: all? Yeah. I mean, right? last uh, last hundred episodes is a uh, like a lot, but like I think <coughs> of our six hundred episodes, these last hundred were just the most crazy because of the so. pandemic. Things I don't, I don't that, think... everything got flipped on its head. You know, movies pff, plummeted, gaming skyrocketed. It's just like, it was just was crazy. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. yeah, and so many obstacles, so many different things that we as humans, you know, had to overcome. And where were we getting, you know, the social part? Where were we getting uh, the mental health part of it? And, <coughs> you know, it was just uh, very interesting times. So I, I don't know if we'll ever in our lifetime, see something like this again, but hopefully not. (laughs) I hope not. I hope not.
2: not. All
0: right. Uh, I think that's it for episode 600, right? It's going to wrap it up guys. Uh, Once again, we stream live on Twitch, uh, Tuesday nights starting at eight o'clock. We do the movie cast and the game cast. We've been doing that for a while now. So tune in guys. Uh, we streamed our, you know, the TMNT shredders, revenge game on Twitch as well. So again, tune into our channel on occasion for that. Um, YouTube as well. Uh, with, like Thank you for listening for if it's the last 100 episodes or 600 episodes. We appreciate you guys out there without a doubt. Uh, that's going to be it for tonight, though. We'll see you guys for 601 next week.